dun 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 you forget that this is a, a penguin episode you know when you're saying Actually, all... i don't forget it's a penguin yeah. episode because <laughs> well one it's the car right chicks love yeah. the car chicks love the and, car uh i i there were two notes that before i even watched the episode tonight i wrote two things down in my notes and one was obviously this is a rip off of that plot point from batman returns yes very much so a lot of parallels a lot of parallels but number two strongest solo penguin episode yet it's interesting uh revisiting this episode and uh we briefly kind of talked about it before we went live but man it's like one of those well, first off animations not that great no it's uh, not no. not that great at all uh, i was like going oh man and um the story and where we find out where the batmobile is and then of course we're going to be talking about batmobiles and like uh when it comes to a certain flashback something was like oh man you know if anybody who you know knows uh some comics some the, and comics and some of the old batmobiles you'll be like you're, you're doing a you're doing a um uh whatchamacallit leo rick dicaprio dalton. yeah yes rick dalton in uh once upon a time in hollywood for sure because i was like oh yeah holy crap nice little backstory but does it get, get a little campy gets a little campy with this episode a little interesting but uh yeah i mean i don't know i'm like when, after watching this episode i mean when we discuss it i'm just maybe i'll like it appreciate it more but i was kind of going huh I remember this episode, I, I think, being stronger when I was. Well, you a know kid. what? It, you know what it is? And I said this right before we went live. I was like, listen, I probably enjoy this episode more than this episode has any right to be enjoyed simply because of all the Batmobile stuff. That's what it is. It's mainly the Batmobile stuff that's just great, you know? See, Ryan right here said this episode felt like it was a kid's version of the Batman chase. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. How's it going? We got Mr. Venom right here. Good thing uh, this episode's not a fixer-upper. <laughs> uh, well, maybe. <laughs> Tony Movie Chappie D9. Neil Blomkamp fan. Just got back from watching Crawdad Sing. Yeah, I did my box office video, which uh, I, uh, I'm going to put in private because apparently some box office numbers uh, haven't been um, quite right so but i was talking about this movie and it yeah. actually did well in the box no, office it actually was making i was following um i think it was uh luis fernando yeah and, uh, he was saying how it's doing like seven million more than like industry projections um i i mean if you think about the audience though because my wife and my mother-in-law went to go see it on thursday night and because they i read the book and it's yeah, one of course. those that was like I know that that shocks everyone. Um, <laughs> I read the book; it was a little overhyped for my taste. Because when I read, it, I was just like, "That's fine, you know, yeah. whatever." So, so when my, my when my mother in law wanted to go see the movie, that was like, "Oh, honey, you can go see the movie with her. Go, go." But I'll, I'll check it out. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's mean, like it's like a it's a rental for me. Yeah, I mean, I saw people talking about it on the timeline a little bit, and I went, "Um." Oh. That's an interesting title, and then, uh, but I didn't know any much more about it. So, but I mean, it did fairly well in the box office, which is always interesting because I didn't see any kind of real press for it or anything. It's all press for that Kung Fu Fury, Pause of Fury thing, and that movie flopped. Oh, that so, movie did flop. I mean, the, yeah. the trailer made me think about that. And then, but the crowd dancing, I could see that because if you look at what's out, that's a really strong female audience generally talking movie so you know you get a book crowd you get a strong female audience crowd i mean I, it's and it's towards the end of summer it's gonna do some numbers gonna do some numbers and uh no i didn't make the error box office mojo made the error okay buddy <laughs> okay so my god yes we just i just talked about that and uh yeah i don't know what how they glitched i knew that seemed a little strange so i'll do an updated video after we're done talking about some batmobileness okay jace you made an error i didn't make the error did i make the error scott i was just doing my due diligence no right? you just you just regurgitated the incorrect information exactly that's that's the bad part i should have went because you know what's funny is like when i did my box office video i went to luis fernando because he's always on top of the box office but i looked at his information about thor love and thunder having the worst drop second weekend drop of all MCU movies, which is crazy. But I didn't catch that when he actually put the uh, the total box office was at like almost like 490 million worldwide. So 
it'll be an update after we talk about some Batman and some Batmobile. But yes, um, here we go. And um, man, uh, first off, Mr. Earl Cooper recognize that voice i was hoping you would i was oh, i immediately was like wait a minute and i was like up oh, up oh, where is it but i didn't i totally am like blanking on his name but i just thought the terminator because he was the captain in that in the station right what's yes. his name paul yes. winfield paul winfield there it is i could not i was trying to figure out and then i was going to look it up afterwards but then with all the uh, other stuff, I was like, oh, shit, forgot to. But, yeah, Paul Winfield, he's been in so many things. So what other many things? things. So many oh, things. Oh, my God. The first thing that just strikes me is just always Terminator. Um, just being the captain and just, uh, you know, these work, you know. You know, just lines like that that he says in uh, the Terminator. But what other things has he been in? I was, like, trying to think of other things, but oh, I'm drawing God. blank. He's one, of the, um, I, he's one of those journeyman actors that's, like, he's just been in so many things. It's, like you know him and i have a hard time remembering like things he's been in now yeah. we're all like now we're all like doing the google thing it's like okay help doing me out the google thing. that's right he was in rathacon he was in rathacon oh because he uh, did a lot of trek he yes, did a lot of trek i mean he's not around i mean i damn he died like almost 20 years ago Crazy. i know 2004 yeah uh yeah. you know la law yeah. yes but uh but yeah Mars you mentioned <laughs> yeah been in all kinds of things i mean yeah especially in the 80s did a lot of sci-fi work like I said uh he was in next generation also uh man he's just he's just one of those guys where you recognize the voice you see the face and uh yeah i immediately just go right to terminator well so. yeah and i and, and i think just because he showed up in so many different forms of star trek like that's where that's where I, I go to because I'm looking at his movies and it's like, well, yeah, I would see things, but they're not like things I go. Oh, yeah. I remember Paul Winfield from this. But, you know, you yeah. tell me Wrath of Khan. You tell me, yeah. you know, Next Generation. Just and, stuff like that. He's just showing up, showing up. Oh, like my God. He actually in the. Oh, what, what? Wait, was that the. No, he was even in Spider-Man, the animated series. And he shows back up in Batman Beyond for three episodes. Crazy. Wow. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, he's been around. So, you he's know, you know, around. you see him, you hear his voice, very distinct. And, uh, yeah, immediately off right at the battle, I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice. Is there any other voices that we oh, should yeah, have? There is a, oh, funny yeah. enough, we're, if we stick with the Star Trek connection, there's another mm -hmm. Star Trek voice in this episode. And who is that? Uh, the redheaded driver. Mm -hmm. is john delancey john delancey and he's been in star trek what star he, trek he's q q okay so he's uh, uh i'm trying to god i'm trying to put a face and i'm like totally drawing a blank are you are you play, oh i totally have drawn a blank q i'm trying to try yeah bring it oh up oh my like, god oh my god you're I, you're hurting I, I, my heart I know, here I know man the name. I know, I know the name. I know the name, but I'm just like totally drawing a blank. Oh, on okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me fix, yeah. I'm gonna fix this. I'm going to fix, fix this. It, fix fix this. Let's but, see. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Window. Come on, Chrome tab. <laughs> this, oh, here we go. Okay. You I'm sure it, you, here you go. You got to see this. Okay, this. there you go. Yes, he was in Breaking Bad. Also, he. Oh uh, yeah, he was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. He was Jane's dad, who was the 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 navigator or the flight control, you know. And then he ended up, uh, you know, at uh, season two was it? I think where the two planes collided and stuff. So there you go. Yes, yes. But no, Very for, me, he's always, for me, he's always going to be Q. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, but yeah, yeah. I'm not as big as a, a Trek fan, so when I saw his face, I immediately went to Breaking Bad instead. But yeah, well, that, and that's funny because his name is Eagleton. That's the name of the mm -hmm. redheaded driver. Um, fun trivia. I guess I'll go. I, I was going to save it for later, but go ahead and say it now. Oh, well. All three of these goons show back up in four episodes because we have nice. another penguin episode, Blind yeah. as a Bat, and in that episode. All three of these goons show back up, all voiced for the same three actors. Nice recurring characters. You gotta love that. But uh, yeah, so we get to uh, we get introduced to uh, Mr. Earl Cooper in this, which is uh, great. We get to figure out where the bat with this. The let's face it, when it comes to Batmobiles, Batman the animated series, it's just it's top tier. I it mean, when it comes very to very top tier, like I might... almost I have a hard time kind of going. Um, it may be animated, but it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I mean, 
Yes, is it ridiculously long? Has a long yes, hood. Yes, it's so ridiculously long. I want to know what what <laughs> what's under that hood. Like, what? Do you, why do you need that much hood? Well, I mean, we hear some of this stuff uh, explained about it, but you know, it's uh, who got, who knows how legit any of that is. But I mean, it sounds cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, the bat the the the, the Batman the animated series Batmobile. You could ask any fan of Batman, and if if you were to name, it asked them to name like your top four, top five, or even top three favorite batmobiles and you say like animation you can use animation you can use all of it sort uh books everything like that if you want to pick something out of there people are going to pick this batmobile because there's just something so sleek about it i want to get um i want to get the uh you know i remember there i i what did I see it? I was at some collectibles place and they had the um the 89 Batmobile and you know there's like a figure of uh, Oh wait Batman. wait wait hold on hold on hold yeah, on. Yeah. I've got you have, I don't have that one. Yeah, but um, you have something like that, right? I have something like that. Let's see. Yeah. I have it. Oh. I have <laughs> something like that for the yes. Batman. Yes. Or the Batman, yeah. I think they have one for animated series. Oh, they definitely have one for yeah. animated series. I think yeah. I put it on like my Amazon yeah wish list. wish list yeah but yeah, yeah you get like but just like it you know you get the batmobile and then you, and get, you get the figure you get him. the figure for it and yeah. I, I forgot what the scale it's die cast so that's cool yeah and i forgot what the scale on these things are but yeah there's totally there's totally a batman the animated series one it's by jada toys and it's it's on my list Nice and yeah, uh, pretty fly for a Filipino guy. Is Frankenson still around? I I used to go there a couple of few times. There's a place over like about an hour away, City of Industry in, in uh, Southern California. Great collectibles place. I remember one year I bought all of my gifts gifts from there for uh, Christmas for everybody because I just found something for all my family like in there. So well, this uh, is something like I said. This is something that like like this is you could walk into a Target or a Walmart yeah, yeah, and find not, this. Like this is yeah. not a this is not one of those you have rare, to go, rare yeah. you have to go into a collectible store like you only no. get from diamond kind of things now so. you could find those yeah like you said in a target or walmart but uh yeah right off the bat with this episode dun, 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 you get that you get that that beautiful penguin theme which it is, is a yeah. really good theme it it's really a- is when you hear it you just think of a big fat weirdo bird dude you know so you really think about the penguin when it comes to that and then yes we have uh <laughs> i mean this, this this episode is fairly campy. I mean, it, it has some. But I love, but that, that but that first line, that yes. those first line. I love. I don't care how campy it is. I'm just. I love the fact that it starts off with a guy leaning out the window with a Tommy gun, shooting yeah. at the Batmobile, and Robin is literally sitting in the car arms with his crossed. arms crossed, going, "Is he kidding? Is he kidding? Yeah, I know. Because you know why." We're all thinking the same thing because it's not like it cuts right to it. It's like da 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 da, and you see the Batmobile and you see the bullets hitting it. And even I was going like, I was about to write, "Dumb, dumb goon shooting at the Batmobile for some reason." I was about to do that, and then it cuts to the inside, and Robin goes, "Is he kidding?" I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna write that instead." <laughs> yeah, write the line, and then and then Batman goes, "He mu- maybe he's new in town." You know, I was like, it was a it was a couple of good zingers right off the I bat. Mean, I, saw the fact that the, I saw the fact that Batmobile is literally like stone cold, straight yeah. face, just ding, driving, ding, going, ding. yeah, like. Maybe he's new in town. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking. Uh, it's pretty it damn is, it, I will say, though, that exchange is like the number one thing I always remember from this episode. Yeah. Like, there, it is, while it may be ridiculous, it's fun. And it just, it's, it kind of tells you this episode's about the Batmobile because, like, it's a guy shooting at it. And, like, we all say, we're like, what? It's like, it's yeah. like, Shooting at the Batmobile is like goons shooting at Superman. And you just want to go <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, what? Well, like, seriously, what, what are you accomplishing here? You're wasting bullets. But what, what I think is interesting, though, is the fact that, yeah, it's basically we've always thought of the Batmobile as pretty, you know, indestructible. Like you can't really you could shoot it. Nothing's happening. A lot of things have done. Nothing really happens. But then we actually see the Batmobile get pretty messed up to where well, I mean, he has you to look what it. happens to it yeah i know <laughs> well first off i mean 
my God. I mean, these guys, ballsy as they are, I mean, there's like a little, I mean, it's like a drawbridge kind of thing. It, well, drawbridge is usually that, but I mean, I guess it's, it's, no, but is that like is actually in some major thing? cities, that same thing is like, because, yeah, well, instead of having it do like this, they just have the just one portion section that go up, the section yeah. goes up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then like, you know, Penguin in the, in the Penguin Lemma, I mean, they decide to just launch off of it and land on a boat which destroys that vehicle everybody's okay there's no broken bones or anything like that oh my right? god they would be so dead they would oh, be so crushed dead. absolutely crushed if that happened and then the batmobile just happens to be like up stop and then the drawbridge just kind of crunches the um the front of it not enough to make it where it can't still drive well, and that goes back to the fact of let's remember how much hood there is on this car. It's like, yeah. what actually got like smashed? Like, yeah, probably it, not a lot. Probably not a lot. I don't know if where the radiator would be. Maybe maybe that got a little messed up because usually that's generally in the front of the whole in engine. But at the same time, yeah, there is so much room here. So much room when it comes to um, the hood of the Batmobile. So maybe it's, you know, perfectly fine. But. But yes, then we get to finally meet Earl and his daughter. What's his daughter's name again? I forgot to catch her oh, name. Marva. Marva. There it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so they take it. And I, and it's pretty cool because it's like an abandoned warehouse and you get on a specific little square and then it just drops down into where the actual um, where the actual place is that Earl works and, and everything. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I mean, obviously, when it comes, you know, it's interesting because and I really hope that when Matt Reeves kind of tackles more with his bat verse is, I mean, he's really, he's already tapped in the fact that Batman is chiming in the fact that people think he's in the shadows, but he's just one man, but he's, he could be in the shadows. That's why you have that awesome opening uh, that monologue. Opening. And it, it, it's oh, so, so great. Good. It's just so great. And it just, just shows you that Batman being a human being has to utilize so many different tactics. And then when it comes to something like this, where it's like, yeah, he's got the Batmobile. Who's going to be working on the Batmobile? I mean, when we saw Burton, I mean, it was Burton and uh, Snyder and, you know, it was mainly Alfred. That was the mechanic, but well, this with book, Burton, with Burton, you get more of Batman himself. Because, yeah, true. True. Because, yeah. because Keaton's like in the, in there like too. In the, yeah. Is in the jumpsuit. But, yeah. but then yes, with Snyder, you get Alfred more, working yeah. on it, uh, which works for that Alfred. Yeah. You no, know, you see Jeremy Irons, you're like, yeah, yeah. He's you, yeah, yeah he's you, you buy that. And then when it comes to, I mean, I guess when it comes to Nolan, I mean, you didn't really see much in them because everything was just like the high tech stuff that, that, that came from uh, Lucius. So, well, yeah, well, then it would be Lucius because that, that, yeah. that, that's always the thing with the, the Nolan trilogy is that Batman didn't have to build this stuff, he just yeah. acquired it from his own, from his own company. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing about like when you see in Reeves's universe, you see him like you see all the parts around. So yeah. you realize that Bruce he's is the, the gearhead. Yeah, yeah, he's the gearhead. So it, it's always interesting where each universe is like, OK, where does this car come from? Who works on it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like because it's a car. Yeah. I mean, as someone who unfortunately has this car in the body shop right now when's like waiting on like the um when's it gonna be done guys yeah it it's like that's a that's a that's a fine piece of machinery yeah and it in and, and that always becomes the question in a superhero universe how many people know what do they know who's who's in on it i think it's really interesting what we learn about what earl does know and what earl doesn't know yeah. in this episode and that's what's cool too, because obviously you have to trust somebody. I mean, I mean, you, you can't just go, "Hey, you know," just think of like any mechanic, and that's going to work on the Batman or create it, because that's what we end up finding out is like, um, as we uh, get further down this story right here, which I, I I love the fact that more 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 good exchanges when it comes to that. You know, Robin saying, "Now yeah, we play, we, we were playing chicken with a penguin." <laughs> It's like just lines. There's some of these lines in here. It's, you know, it's pretty funny. I, I, I dig it. And then, uh, you know, and then, of course, they get on their bat bikes. And uh, uh, somebody mentioned in the chat, like when they put on the helmets, it looks like the Dark Knight, you know, the Dark Knight um, returns, like helmet style helmet, the the mech helmet kind of yeah. thing, which we've talked about before when because anytime that the, the bike comes around, the weather is bad. Remember? <laughs> The weather's always bad when <laughs> there's no Except for this weather. episode. We actually Not have this like episode. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Weather's great. Crisp. Nice little uh, 
probably like a, a nice cool 76 degrees in Gotham City tonight. But um, so then we get to the penguin layer, which we get the full on penguin layer. Like, I don't, have we seen the penguin layer like this? No, because remember, he's had a penthouse. Yeah. In, in another episode. This is in the sewer. This is in the sewer. This is where you, you get. This is where the show in these early seasons leaned way too much in, for my taste into the Burton vibe. Yep. So because you got you got the duck again. You got the you duck. Yes. Yeah, so we've seen the yeah. duck, but we saw the duck with the last episode with birds of a feather. So you know, I I love it when they, you know, I'll be honest. By the time we get to season three, and he actually has the <laughs> iceberg lounge, I am so happy. By the time we get to that version of the penguin, yeah. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. So then, of course, we got this one guy named Arnold Rundle or something like that. Rundle, Rundle. I think. Rundle or oh, something. Rundle. Yes. Rundle. 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 Which is a goof. I mean, this is a goofy exchange. They're all goofy. It just seems, you know, this whole this whole scene is goofy. It's a little goofy, a little campy, but, you know, but it but it, what's interesting is it's what I like about it, though, even though it's like playing out pretty goofy, it's still it's it's a good story because it's like, all right, you got this guy who like going wait a minute we're getting these weird orders from somewhere that are ordering like stuff that's like what the hell kind like, of like like highly custom like like yeah this is, spe- this is specific this is special yeah and w- you know and it kind of reminded me i mean going back to the to batman begins even though like when it came to vehicles and stuff that was all taken care of but when it came to creating the suit remember they had to order stuff and hot you know high volume stuff and make sure that people are not gonna trace to like what the hell they're actually doing memories like oh well, at least we'll have spares you know so oh, it was I, love, like, see, that, I love it because yeah dummy corporations and it was like uh-huh. and ship it to like five thousand different locations but then you also get like the accountant in the dark night who like yeah figures it out i still love that scene with lucius where he's like so you <laughs> your plan is to blackmail your employer who you think dresses up and beats up criminals to a pun yeah good luck <laughs> yeah. and the guy just like literally just died Crabs he, his died. Pants, he like, just right literally there. died and he goes yeah yep I, I i can't believe i just i didn't think about that what the hell was i thinking you know it was just yeah that's like one of my favorite scenes in uh in dark knight right there but i still love but to your point though what i love about that is people have always joked with the conceit of batman it's like well who do you think batman is obviously he lives in gotham city obviously he has all these toys the comics later addressed that with the concept of batman incorporated where they allowed bruce wayne just to come out and say oh yeah i've been financing batman or i've been like supplying him with tech like they but i i I like the idea of every once in a while somebody being smart enough to go wait a minute wait a minute yeah and you know that's going to be the case and and i and i really wonder how uh Matt Reeves is going to maybe approach that uh, when it comes to his world, if he's even going to touch a little bit of that, which I think he might a little bit now that, you know, the Batman was a definitely an introduction to the world and to uh, the character, this version of the character two years in, no one's going to start digging right away. But if he starts making more of a noise, that's when you start getting people that start, you know, sniffing around going, well, wait a minute, you know, and I love like, uh, you know, for instance, the, uh, Batman Imposter. Have you watched that yet? Or, or read those yet? Oh yeah, uh, loved yeah, yeah. that. Well, book. I love I love the aspect of like how he has like his uh motorcycles like scattered around or something like that, you know, vehicles that are just like, hey, you know, he knows where certain spots is where he could just get to a, a bike. Like or a network like of zip lines. Yes, the network of zip lines and stuff like that. Just stuff like that where you realize it's like, yeah, Batman's a human being, so he has to like think about this kind of stuff. So this is what I like about um this episode. Besides, you know, the the campiness of it, because then you get Arnold, he gets offered four hundred thousand dollars for his services, and then by the way, wait, about- wait, wait, I'm sorry. Okay. Penguin has a checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean even yeah. if even even if you take the check it's like what bank is cashing that check? Yeah, did he sign it the Penguin? Uh, I mean, or Oswald, Oswald? Cobb, I guess. Uh, but then you're like who's going to accept that because it's a criminal. It's like we're going to really accept like yeah, four and then he's just going to offer you 400k for that and but of course that's not what's happening he's gonna send you down you know basically he's going down the drain into this 
into the sea, I guess. Whatever happens to Arnold? Do we ever know? No. He's going on a sea cruise. That's what the people yeah. tells us. Say, but I'm expected back at the office. Me. Excuse me. Yeah. So he gets set down a drain, and apparently, I mean, uh, does Penguin get his ducky back? I mean, I, you know a- what? That's always been my biggest question: is do we, did, you know, did he just have to replace the ducky? You know, yeah, he just replace the ducky. But and then yeah. I, that I swear, every time I see that, all I get is Sesame Street, and I get Ernie Rapper Ducky. <laughs> you're the one. <laughs> Oh, there you go. You didn't think we were going to be talking about some Sesame Street on this episode, but you thought wrong. I like it. So then we get back to Earl and his daughter. And then, of course, you know, naturally, the penguin, when they, you know, obviously they figured all this out and they just blow a hole right into the wall. I just love that where it's just boom. And then they're all just standing there. I'm like, wow, that's an entrance. Hot entrance. <laughs> I still love the fact that later on they fix the hole. Did you watch? At this? least they show that. At least they showed that. Okay, I, I will give him credit for showing that because I saw that too. And I went, wow. I went, that's detail right there that they actually show somebody painting over the wall where they blew the hole. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It was a good, yeah. I can't believe, I mean, details. The animation, not so great, but they took time to show I that. I want to know who's the guy who storyboarded that and went, oh no, Batman and Robin's going to show up. Like that hole needs to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> There needs, that needs to be fixed. Oh, man, it's great. But, yeah, so we got, uh, you know, the penguin. Oh, by the way, up. before they blow the hole, though, I do appreciate yeah. the fact that Earl likes the blues. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you hear the music. Yeah, You hear the music, because there's always music playing at a at a body shop. Body shop, and, yeah, you, yeah. But it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, Earl likes the blues. I cool. Yes, I, no, no. I dig this vibe. Yeah, it's a good vibe. It's, what, it's the music that you should be hearing. In a body shop. And uh, so then, of course, they're looking at the Batmobile. And obviously, it's it's the Batmobile. It's crazy. It's like, what is this thing? And then, of course, it's rigged because, you know, when they're looking at it, you know, one of the guys gets zapped. And uh, but what I what I found funny because I'm going, all right. Yes. The parallels to Batman Returns. And what was always funny about Batman Returns is when. <laughs> When he's telling Catwoman and he has the blueprints to all to the Batmobile, I just always went, how the fuck did he get those? Okay. Like, I mean, and that's the thing that gets me <laughs> is that I don't know if it's a deleted scene, but Maybe. I do know that when I was I was 10 when that movie came out in the novelization that I read, they actually explained where they stole the blueprints from. Good. Now, now, you're asking me to remember something from 30 years ago. Not going to happen. <laughs> but I remember that was a plot point, at least in the novelization yeah. of they they explained in the narration where they stole the blueprints from. Yeah, because it's just when you rewatch it, you go, how, the, where, who, how did he obtain those? You know, and then, of course, when he just parks it somewhere, puts the shields on and does his thing and they distract them. I mean, they literally pull that thing apart. I mean, it just looks like it's just, I, I always thought the Batmobile just had nothing but wires. Like there was no like combustion engine or nothing. It was just wires. That's all it was, you know? <laughs> so, but that's what's, uh, it's just crazy about it. I mean, in, in it, yeah, I mean, when it comes to Batman Returns, when it comes to that part, especially, I mean, you really got to suspend that disbelief. Big time. That's why I'm like, uh, that's why I like Batman forever. Forever. Yeah. More. I like it just some more, you know. But anyway, so yeah, they're looking at it and they, of course, want to uh, rewire it and do uh, to, 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 mess with batman just you know the parallels are there and then of course penguin threatens um daughter always forget her name marva marva there it is and uh with a you know with a blade out of the the, the, the umbrella like my god really threatening right there and uh and then of course this is where we start getting to the flashback uh he starts explaining to penguin like hey so how did all this come to be? And uh, right off the bat, I mean, we, we know that Earl is a good dude already, but we find out that he's even a, a better dude because in this flashback, there's like this new sports car that's coming out for the company that he's working for. And he's like, hey, the, the brake system in this is shit. It's, it's not crap. good. Like, no. For the sports car, it's not good. So he's explaining it to, uh, to these dudes. And of course, they don't want to hear it because they know this is going to be a top seller. They're only thinking about the money. And then naturally, what's kind of cool is like, you know, Batman's literally listening because he's got like a, there's like a little bat thing like in the window, I guess it's listening or something yeah, like that. that. That's always an interesting thing for me. It's like, okay, so what, what 
brought these guys to Batman's attention that he exactly. had a bug already on, had a bug on them, on them to, to be like ready to hear the fact that he's like, he tell he tells his legal team. It's like, yeah, we need to, we need to get rid of this guy. He's a problem. Yeah. And then of course, you know, they were about to jump him and then Batman jumps in and then, and then this is where the clip that I'm actually going to use uh, uh, from the episode. is just, just a flashbacking of like, you know, of the of Batman just basically approaching Earl, like, Hey, I need a freaking car because the one I have is shit. And then of course we get that nice little, like, Oh, a little callback to, uh, to, to the books right here. So. There's that voice, man. I still reputation as a whistleblower. Whistleblower, yeah. I don't. Which I think that that's telling too. It's like, right? you know, You're trying to save people, and and you're going to be a whistleblower, like whistleblower, yeah. And I love. There's like a wanted reward poster right there for Batman. Look at there it is. Yeah, there's that. I. You know what's funny for Christmas. I got the model for this. There's a lot of pieces I haven't started yet. One of these days when I'm like, got some time, I actually have this as a model that has uh, so many pieces and I do want to put it together. But the shell has this right there. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. But yeah, there's that old okay, style. So I wanted to talk about this because um, I I went digging because okay. it turns out that this design of the Batmobile, specifically with like the Batman, like mask on the on the grill, the yeah, the um, grill yeah. happened a lot throughout the 50s and the 60s like that was kind of just the style of the batmobile yeah. what the best i could do to really try to figure out what was the what probably this is the closest inspiration is from is a legendary batman artist dick sprang um it was on the it debuted on the cover of batman number 20 uh-huh. And uh, the and the cover is actually this Batmobile like driving through the cover where like the cover's like ripping open and you see the car driving. There there are a lot of other ones that happened in the later fifties and early sixties that kind of had this type of design. But I I want to nail that they're probably going with the spraying design. Like I said, that debuted on Batman number twenty back in uh, nineteen. 19- 50 something something probably 50s yeah it's definitely 50s yeah because another version of this got updated in 58 and it was definitely based on a chrysler 300c Mm -hmm. Uh, but i'm not really sure which one uh spraying but spraying was the first one to make a batmobile that really felt like it was a batmobile Batmobile, yeah (laughs) because if you've gone back to look oh yeah Detective Comics number 27. Oh, yeah. It just looks like a car. Just a it's a red car. car. It's, it's literally red... Bruce Wayne's car. Yeah, it's nothing special. Nothing distinct about it. It's just a fucking car. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, as it continues on, I love this. It's all just beat up and whatever. Huh? I need a new car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. Challenge of a lifetime. Challenge of a lifetime. It took me six months. Six months. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't take longer. Look at that thing. Now, however, continuity question that I'm going to bring up later. Okay. When we watch Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yes. I I, want to go like, that was a cool Easter egg in Mask of the Phantasm. But if we're talking continuity. Yeah. It's a little off. A little off. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little off. I was even thinking about that one when I was taking notes. I was like, wait, Mask of the Phantasm kind of takes it a different direction a little bit, right? It's like a little bit different. Well, Mask of the Phantasm suggests that there was a concept car. Yeah, in the at, future, when they go to the future of whatever the future when they go world, to the world When they go to the World's well, Fair. Well, there you go, yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a concept car. Now, there's there's nothing to say if we want to headcanon this and we're nerds so we're really good at headcanoning crap we could headcanon it that maybe because earl already says he already has 20 years in the business he might have been the one who designed that concept car that we saw in mask of the phantasm and then he just drew inspiration from it when he built the batmobile or maybe he saw the concept car and he you know you can 
we can make it work, Dave, if we That's really wanted to. You really can. You really can. You can. You, we can connect the dots if we felt like it. But, but I just love, like, I mean, uh, you know, he spent all that time with. The, I mean, imagine like uh, being working for probably one of the top um, car companies, and you find out that they're doing global some motors. Oh, yeah, I global, wonder what that. that global motors. <laughs> global motors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally GM. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, throwing some shade right there. No, but uh, but then and then of course then you know probably you know he couldn't get a job, and then all of a sudden Batman shows up and goes, "I need you a car. I need you to get uh, needs a new car." And then he goes, "Well, okay." And then Batman just goes, "Whatever money you need, and then some." it's yours like you, he's pretty much earl is set for life oh you know? he is totally set for life like, he, he he paid for all the parts yeah he pays for the maintenance you know it's like batman doesn't need insurance because you know we lowly people need insurance because we need somebody else to pay for everything you know yeah. we just because dear god i wouldn't want to see what the deductible would look like on the batmobile oh, my god be insane <laughs> absolutely insane Ah, so then, uh, you know, the penguin, of course, uh, setting up Batman with the rigging it, you know, he's got the little control, which is, it's weird because <laughs> he's only got this little control. It's like, well, how is he supposed to control that if he doesn't know where it's actually going? Maybe there's something else involved. I don't know. But then again, when it came to Batman Returns, he was literally in one of those, uh, in his trailer, the one of those, uh, whatchamacallits that you'd find in front of a grocery store or something like that back in the day, you know, those little cars that you'd sit in and it would just rock. Oh, I, yeah, thought, yeah. I always thought that was cool, though. I was like, the fact when you actually see him sitting in that thing, and it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Well, the but... fact that the, that the that the van is like bouncing around, yeah, as he's like driving it. It's like, how are you supposed to control the Batmobile on the road with just a remote control? I think the the best use of um of actually controlling a car with a remote control was. Fuck! It was one of the 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 Brosnan Bonds. Was it Goldeneye? It wasn't Goldeneye. I no, think no, it was no, 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 no. Tomorrow never dies. The world's not enough. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. It was because yeah. he's in the back seat. He's in like, the back seat and he's doing it on his and phone. That was cool. Yeah, and that was cool because you actually see him like you know doing the touchpad and everything like that. And I always thought that was like oh, okay, I can actually believe this one. Uh, you know when it comes to anything like what other people trying to control cars by just like you know with the i mean i guess when doc brown did it in an empty parking lot i can accept that too but you know but when it comes to like you know something like this where you can't where you can't actually see where it's going i mean they take the batmobile well when we get to that point i mean they take the batmobile into the airport going on the runway and then going into a parking structure and whatnot and i'm like how is penguin know where to turn and how to con oh man it's crazy, but um, so yeah, we get to that. Uh, we get to let's see, I, I lost my spot here, but yeah, well, no, Batman we just did the flashback. So yeah. then he finishes it up, he calls Batman and tells him to come pick up the car. Yep. And Batman there, they look over it, it's clean, it's polished, it's great. And then and then Earl is like dropping hints, dropping hints. She's yeah. in the basement. basement. And I fixed the air conditioning switch. Yeah. And Batman's like, oh, all right. Like, something very strange about that. I don't know what it is. But and that, you know. and that's the one part that actually rubbed me the wrong way in this episode. Is like, you're freaking Batman. <laughs> Earl is acting really strange. And you just go, oh, right. <laughs> but then but 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 then but then he ends up figuring it out at least because when they're driving he kind of you know he does his little chin rub thing yeah he was uh acting strangely and blah 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 and then i love this because you're gonna get the penguin limo that shows up again and does it literally fart on the batmobile yes yes it, it farts it, on the batmobile it farts on the batmobile yes i know because <laughs> I... you can't actually make a card do that i mean yeah <laughs> but somehow they 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 put it in here i was like wow and i then i wrote it i was like yeah penguin limo shows up and farts on the batmobile <laughs> i'm like because it gets a little you know puff of smoke that comes out of it and you hear a little sound effect i'm kind of wondering was that just like a post-production like what if we just had a fart noise right here why not <laughs> you know I, I i don't think that was in the script 
Was it just something that was added in post when they were adding the sound? I don't know. Well, they, they wouldn't, it wouldn't just be the sound though, because they, it's animated that way. Like True. somebody like either someone storyboarded it or the animation studio decided to like throw it in there. But it's like, you know, I've been, yes, I've had a car fart on me, but it's, you know, it's also <laughs> because it's oil getting into the, yeah. The system like i yeah. know how this works it's <laughs> it's just funny oh man they missed their opportunity if they they didn't make the uh the toy penguin limo and then it actually makes a fart noise or something like that um that would have been kind of cool for uh for toys but anyway so then we're yeah we we get to the airport and basically the penguins driving the batmobile onto like the runway and then uh um starts toying with them and then uh Batman starts realizing what's happening and there's like a whole, like, uh, I guess a, a NASCAR a racing term about the basement. I've never, I, I've never heard of that either. I've never heard of that. I meant to, you know, I meant to like look, look it, it up. up. I, you know, I'm going to look at you talk, Dave, you're good. Okay. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going right. to look this up. Basically, I mean, obviously they want to eject and they're pushing buttons and nothing's working. Like the airbags are inflated and everything's just going up against, and they're about to go off like a freaking cliff. Uh, when it comes to the Batmobile. So, and then Batman realizes that, you know, of course, Earl was saying something about the AC and he switched that he uh, fixed the AC switch or whatever the hell. So he hits that. And then that is what is the eject button because then you get that and then they get launched out and they have their gliders. Hey, guess what? The gliders are back. Oh, by the way, there's a reason for that. Kevin Altieri directed this episode. We've oh, learned he from, likes the gliders, right? He loves the gliders. Well, we, we learned that from the commentary yes. on Heart of Steel. He yeah. hates the Batwing, but he loves the gliders. Loves the gliders, yes. And they definitely have the gliders. And then, of course, with the gliders, they're uh, they're just keep on going. And then, of course, Robin does his, you know, way to go, Earl, kind of thing. And then uh, they're following the limo still. And I love how Batman actually had his, like, arms out like this. Did you notice that? Yes. He was, like, he yes. was, like doing a Superman kind of thing, uh, which was funny. Because usually, you know, on a glider, you're, you're, you're doing this. You know, you have the, your little to try to, you know, swing back and forth. But, yeah, but he flat out. Was, but they don't have bars. They, they, yeah, they, oh, it's true. Because it was part of the ejector seat. It was part yeah. of the ejector seat. Yes. Yeah, it's a little bit different than the normal gliders that we're used to. Um, but then, of course, uh, okay, so then, yeah, we're doing this, and then we go back to um, uh, Earl, who, of course, has a goon that's with him and, you know, that's trying to get the update and everything. But Earl... Earl's a pretty crafty dude. He knows how to take on this one dude who has a Tommy gun. He squirts some oil on him and then, and then uses uh, what he has in his shop to like, you know, drop some tires on him and then lift some, basically ties him up with tires, which I thought good on Earl. Earl, even though he's just the mechanic for Batman, he's pretty crafty. He's pretty crafty. He's been around, you know, of course, dropping tires on him. That's kind of cartoony, but we'll accept it. Well, I mean, we, we've said this, this episode's pretty, pretty, pretty campy. Did you find anything about that saying? Not a thing. Couldn't. I'm wondering like, yeah, I mean, anybody out there who knows about race, I don't know. It's a, even, I mean, we didn't understand it then. We don't understand it now, but we get that he was trying to tell him something. I guess that's all that matters that he was trying to tell him something. And then, uh, so yeah, we get to, uh, so then of course, Earl, um dispose well not disposes but gets you know gets that guy wrapped up in tires and then um and it's funny too because i mean when it comes to i mean batman does a grappling hook to the to the car and it basically goes under like a big rig the trailer of a big rig and then the roof gets ripped off i mean jesus christ you could have took someone's head out someone's head if they all didn't duck someone's losing a head right but now (laughs) penguin has a convertible (laughs) that's nice i guess you know, maybe he'll like that, you know, get some air. But uh, yeah, obviously they have uh, Earl's daughter. And uh, and then right right when like something's about to happen to her, Robin gets to like just come in, swoop in and save the day, which was like, all right, good on Robin. Robin. Hey, well, however, I will say one. There's one little detail in the animation I appreciated that when Batman lands, that sparks fly and the tail of his hang glider like bends up because, you know, he, See? Can't, he can't stand straight up and have that that tail from the hang glider sticking into the ground. So I was like, okay, thank I appreciate the little the attention to detail right there. So even if the, the animation was not that great, the detail to that and the man fixing the hole in the wall. They were thinking. They, they were, were thinking. thinking. They were thinking of little things like that. So that's good. 
Uh, so then, of course, uh, everything's good. Everything's, and of course, Penguin is upset because of, you know, God damn it. Um, uh, you got me again, Batman. And then Batman tells uh, Earl about uh, basically his new place because obviously he can't work in the same spot. Now it's been compromised. And he's like, you know, of course, Earl has probably a little soft spot for it because he's probably been working there for a long time. But then he's like, you know, Batman just tells him, it's like, hey, you got a new place. And he's going to use a bunch more dummy corporations so it won't uh, be able to trace my, them. My backers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. like, okay, Earl doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne. Cool. Good to, yeah. good to know. But there's also a part of me, there's just a little part of me that goes, come on, Batman. You wouldn't have thought of dummy corporations the before first time around. Yeah. So this is a learning lesson for Batman. This episode really is because now he knows, okay, somebody could actually trace this shit and, and almost, and then of course we get penguin who has to work, uh, uh, you know, or I don't know which, uh, I mean, I guess he's, where's he at and which prison is he at? He would be at Stonegate. Stonegate. Okay. Well, yeah, because he's not, you know, penguin historically has like, even when he got released at the, he's never been in Arkham because he's not considered criminally, insane Insane. he's just a criminal yeah and but when he can't remember when he got released uh at the beginning of birds of a feather true it was from stonegate yeah and then of course he's like got license plates that he's like polishing up yeah polishing up and then it says one says one bat for you or something like that it's like oh by the way did you see the nickname for gotham state no it was the dark deco state Oh, that's great. The Dark Deco State. Wow. But uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. But uh, I'm going to bring up this article that you brought up when it comes to Batmobiles, since this is what this episode was fully about right here. And it's uh, from uh, comic CBR. Book CBR, Comic Book Resources. And uh, they said the top 15 uh, coolest Batmobiles. Um, and then and it's, all comics. it's all comics. It's all comic versions. Yeah, and uh, so 15 right here is the 1960s rocket-powered Batmobile, which, I mean, I would say that the 66 Batman uh, Batmobile was somewhat inspired by it, but it didn't, of course, have, I mean, like you were saying before that, you know, when it came to having this on the grill, that was like a main thing that they always had when it came to the Batmobile. Yeah, since the, since about the 50s, like that was, yeah. a, that was a, that was the design choice, because even if you look at the, um, you look at the first Batmobile that was in the article that's from rebirth. And that was like, yeah, same kind of a thing that like, yeah, to put it back on there, to put it back. Yeah. 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 But yeah, this right here, um, where they're saying, I mean, that's very much 66 Batmobile right there for sure. And then you got, there's just a car right here. <laughs> oh, no, see, I, no, that's I, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, it's all there because that's the Neil Adams Batmobile. Yeah. That was that was close to one of the Batmobiles that I grew up with. Yeah, like, like, like in my coloring books and everything. You know, that was why, like, when Matt Reeves debuted his Batmobile and and you got all the bitching online about it just looks like a car. I'm like, yeah, I know. I love the fact that the Batmobile looks, looks like, like a car. Like a car. <laughs> yeah no that's not bad and then of course yeah this one right here the rebirth batmobile which kind of which has you know what good on them because this you know it's also got batman animated series vibe Yo, to it totally does yeah, like, the know? best thing about the rebirth like that that was like a this weird amalgamation i mean you who could deny the batman the animated series inspiration oh yeah in there's this. a lot in there yeah the only the only batmobile i've ever seen that looked more like the animated series was in uh, a, a White Knight, Batman oh, White Knight. Yeah. yeah. And then you got this version, which kind of takes more of almost like a, you know, it's very more sleek, futuristic, almost looks like it could fly. Oh, no, but look at that. Look panel. at that panel. Look at that panel. If, if that doesn't look like the Burton mobile. Yeah, it does right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah right there. Yeah. It does, yeah. It has that sleek little version right there and then of course you have uh the 58 this is a is this this pretty much like you know well almost like what we were seeing right there but i love how like when it came to the the right here it's like it's just like a bubble and they're like yes. together like there in like a bench seat this is the one that heavily takes from the chrysler 300c yeah for sure and then number 10 is 
Vroom, vroom, the post-Knights End. Ooh, the Knights End Batmobile. So this is, uh, is this what's-his-name's Batmobile, right? No, this is no? post-Knights End. Oh, post, this is, yeah. This is when he, when he came back. It obviously. is after Bruce comes back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember what Osriel's, Osriel's uh, Batmobile looked like. It was pretty, it was almost like what his suit looked like, right? If I yeah, I think it. so. Yeah. yeah, it had like, it kind of looked really mechanical, like his suit. Um, so that's cool. And then of course we have this one to just, oh, wow, that's just pretty. Is that, is that's that, uh, Alex, yeah, Alex Alex, Ross. yeah, yes. Alex Ross. my God, look at that thing. Jesus Christ. That design right there. That is really sleek, man. I love his drawings. I just oh, love his, his color. Drawings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh the so flying nice. Batmobile. The flying yeah. Batmobile. Jeez. Look at that thing. Jeez. That looks like something out of Sonic. Oh, but, yeah. this is the one. This is the one where uh, <laughs> this is after Batman died in Final Crisis, and this is when uh -huh. Dick Dick's Batman and Damien is Robin. Interesting. I wonder if there was like you know when it came to uh, the Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Rises, you know the with the whole like what you know when they talked about it's not really a bat wing that he flies, you know, right, like, right, you yeah. Know? So it's like it's almost like a flying version of the Tumbler. So yeah, this is pretty slick. The new fifty-two, yeah. Oh, Capullo's design. That. Oh. I mean, it literally like has fangs on it, man. Fangs. Look at that. Look at the grooves and everything. And then uh, the fins right there. That's pretty slick. I like that. I like that a lot. I love Capullo so. Yeah, much. and then back to uh, the more convertible type. When it comes to which one is this one? This, this one's the new, uh, the new look. The new, yeah, look. the new look was the era when they finally put the oval on. Uh... On a Batman's chest. Uh, that's right. I, I just love how there's like white around the tires. It's like it's I mean, he's got white walls. They yeah, yeah. It's just funny. <laughs> and then look at that big face there's right the there. One. That's the Jeez. one I was talking about. Yeah, with the red on it. Yeah, with the red. That thing looks like it's like they're not even driving it. It's a fucking creature, right? No, there, look right? who's driving it. It's I know Robin. it's Robin. <laughs> love it. Batman sticking out of the window right there. That's that's pretty gritty. I like that classic batmobile and then of course we got the tank the tank oh what does he call it um the um war uh, zach the war, machine. war machine yes yeah. yeah zach called it the war machine and uh you know just great stuff right there i mean jesus christ when we see i mean i don't think it's just kind of funny because you know i don't think it goes that fast probably doesn't go that fast oh no no, no. oh no yeah. no it's a, it's yeah. literally a tank it's, it's just a tank. yeah Oh my god, but it's, it's so cool. Huge. It's just it's, so cool though. It is That's so cool. Thing. I like how he's got a little slick like Batman's like effed up right here. <laughs> but yeah, look at that Batmobile. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the single fin going down the yeah. This That's is this is like ridiculous. this is a little bit more like Brave and the Bold, like what you see in Brave yeah. and Bold. Very much getting those vibes right there. 50 Batmobile, 50s Batmobile. There he goes, early uh 90. Uh, this has more of the uh, the yellow emblem on it. It's pretty cool. I don't, I don't dig this one personally. Yeah, it's a little too. Uh, there's a little too much happening with this one. Yeah, I don't know. It's not as sleek. Seems a little too fat in the ass part. Yeah, it really sure. does. Yeah, yeah. And then number one they consider is uh, post TV bat. So pretty much. The 66 Batmobile. The 66 Batmobile, comic. yeah. Yeah, but they put this, uh, you know, they put that up there on the on the grill. So, yeah. I mean, let's face it. When it comes to live-action Batmobiles, 66 Batmobile is fucking awesome. It's really It is cool. a real, I mean, come on. It's really the first one that gave you, you know, every Batmobile since 66 puts a freaking rocket jet in the back. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed. I mean... What kid didn't love? I mean, there's a reason that they literally just reuse the same footage every single episode. When they come out, <laughs> you yeah. know, when when, okay. when they come down the bat poles, they jump uh -huh. in the car. Yeah, yeah. You get that little guard thing that just falls down and it comes flying out the corner and stuff like that. Oh, so good. Yeah, that. I mean, when it comes to live action ones, I mean, um, I mean the newest one. 
has captured our hearts for sure. Like we were just talking about. I mean, when you get that scene, when he just fires it up, that when you, when you were in the movie theater, man, when I saw it for the third time and I, I, I had like the better sound that, uh, I forgot what they call that sound uh, when I move, but man, I mean, I felt it with the other uh, two screenings, but man, did I just feel that in my oh, core? My seat was like rumbling. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting excited here because just the way that the, to reveal the Batmobile in that, which is so perfect. But you know, um, I think like uh, I think a lot of people would probably say when it comes to Batmobile designs, I mean, you can't go wrong with that Burton Batmobile. I mean, oh, it's I so iconic. Oh my god, it, it's my childhood. Like that's the yeah. Batmobile of of my childhood. I love, I love that one. It's the reason. It's actually the reason why I'm not a big fan of the Tumbler. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Tumbler, and even Zach's Batmobile is I appreciated it more after seeing Zack Snyder's Justice League because of how much it got to you, do, yeah, yeah. you know, with the parademons. But even with Zack's Batmobile, that one was like, okay, it's, 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 it's still a tank, but at least it's got more car to it. Yeah. I um, always felt, I always felt that like when it came to that, they were like, all right. I mean, even, um, I think even, uh, did I even Patrick? have you know, yeah, I'm talked gonna, about it. On, yeah, he talked on about it. Table. And yeah. I know, like, yeah, I think maybe uh, I asked, like, you know, it was almost like a combination of, like, hey, you know, you had the tumbler that was the previous. It's like, all right, so you want to make, like, yeah, you still wanted to make it, like, almost like a tank, but you want to make it more car like. And maybe that was, like, you know, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said about it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's still a beautiful design, but I get it. I mean, but the, when you think of a Batmobile, you, it's animated series and it's Burton. Bass. Those are, I mean, really and, and, and then it's 66 Batmobile also that's there. And there's just, there's just the sleek lines and just the way that it is. And it just looks like a bullet, you know, and almost just looks like a bullet going down the road. So I think that's when it comes to Batmobiles. Yeah. See, there you go. Well, this, see, is, I mean, this, is, this is Reeves again, but like, yeah, it, there's a reason good. I have so many freaking like, this is like yeah. the, the Hot Wheels version. It was like, and I literally bought two of these. Because I look like, for that. I look for that in like Target and everything. Every time I go to Target, I try to try to find that. I that's where I found mine was Target. Yeah, I kept looking, but I'm going to just have to find it online because I want that. Oh. I want something. That, yeah, I, I've kind of taken a break on buying like pops and figurines just to, you know, save some money. But now I'm like, God damn it. I oh, yeah, but this some... is Hot Wheels. This is like, no, it's not much. It's not much. It, it yeah, I almost justifies got, it. Yeah, I almost got the big, uh, the Batman where it has him inside the Batmobile, like the big Funko Pop. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I actually, I, I have that. that for the animated series. Nice. Uh, well, not it's not a Funko Pop, it was made by Funko because funny enough, I'm wearing this t shirt from the very first back when Funko used to do that DC Legions of Collectors box. Yeah, and they had an stuff, they yeah. had a Batman the animated series themed month, and I had like a Funko Batman that's got like the you know that look to it, and it came with one of those little Funko rides that has like uh, it was Dorbs, it was Dorbs, that's what it was, and a Dorbs Batman and uh, animated series Batmobile. That's awesome. Man, I wish I had that. Anyways, guys, well, there you go. There's a lot of hot Batmobile talk on here because, well, let's face it, the Batmobile, we all want to have a Batmobile. How many times have you driven in your own car thinking that it is the Batmobile at sometimes? Hey, I've done it. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, this is an episode that is good. It's campy, but it's got a good story. You know, we yes. get some backstory, um, even with the campiness that's involved with it. But it's still it's still solid. It's still a very solid episode. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, even with the campiness. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Like that. That's yeah. it. It's not a great episode, but it's yeah. fun. It's fun. Fun, 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 fun. What do we got next week? Oh, man. We talked about this last week. Uh, we have a goodie next week. And perfectly timed because what comes out next this coming week harley quinn season three so our next episode is harley and ivy yes perfect absolutely perfect man couldn't have made that better jason oh my god we didn't even try like it just no it just, it just, just happened, happened. Yeah. but one thing i really i really want to look carefully because i feel like i noticed it even when i was like 11 but their relationship, it's, kind of thought, yeah, it's there. Something was happening. Something was there. Yeah. I mean, even back then in the early 90s when, you know, it wasn't like the, the biggest thing. But yeah, they were giving hints. 
and so then now when we see like oh yeah harley and uh and ivy are together yeah what's new about they that? had their own hashtag Har- yeah, oh, yeah harl ivy yeah i'm like what's new about that we've we, we we've known about this relationship for 30 years almost you know it's like jesus christ what are you talking about yeah so perfect timing so make sure you guys watch that and we'll be discussing that next week uh same bat time same bat channel and uh go ahead scott let's send off well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, where a podcast can be found, where we are continuing our The Batman Scene by Scene. Uh, we're on Vero Facebook YouTube with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. That does include the upcoming episode of DC TV Squadcast, where Ray and I will be discussing Season 2 of Superman and Lois, and then over at Patreon.com slash SquadcastMedia. For $5 a month, you can support us over there because we are a fan-supported network. And you can listen to our latest Squadcast Media Raw episode, Scott is a Dead Man, the update, and our upcoming review of Batman Forever. There it is. Oh, Batman Forever. Love it. All right, guys. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. All the stuff is down below. The sock meds. Follow me there. You got the Patreon if you want to support that, too. And then, of course, uh, you know... um, uh, make sure if you want to become a member, you could do that. And then, of course, we got Film Junkie Live happening all this week. And man, it's uh, it's week of Comic Con. It's going to be a lot to discuss this week. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. And of course, next Saturday is going to be crazy because you know Paul H seems like it's fully back this year. Which I'm like, what the hell is going to be happening there when it comes to both uh, the big panels? So there you go, guys. We uh, thank you guys for uh, listening in, and now uh, make sure you uh, catch the next episode. And we will talk to you later.